Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, John Schwab here, and welcome to Take Your Bow a new bite-sized podcast series from the Curtain Call Stable that shines a spotlight on the people that make theater happen. In today's climate of increasing isolation, we want to bring you a daily dose of inspiration. In each episode, we're giving someone in the theater a chance to take their bow, from seasoned professionals to drama students, vocal coaches to life coaches. You'll find them right here, giving insights into what drives them to be in the business and who inspires them. Joining me from New York on today's episode is entertainment personality Adam Rothenberg. Adam is the creator of the website Call Me Adam, which has been hosting celebrity interviews for over a decade. And in 2018, Adam decided it was time to expand on his interviews, and he came up with the idea for a show entitled Bearing It All with Call Me Adam, a deep dive into the industry's professionals, which started out as a live stage show and has now morphed into a newly launched podcast. But enough of my intro. Here's Adam. Uh, I'm going to predicate this with Adam. Um, I know your name because of the Broadway Podcast Network. We don't really know each other, so I'm, I'm going to find out a lot about you in the next 10 minutes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive right in there and say, Adam, who are you? What is your name? What do you do? Uh, my name is Adam Rothenberg, and I consider myself an entertainment personality. I obviously host my podcast, Bearing It All with Call Me Adam, but I also do interviews on my website, callmeadam.com, which are mainly print interviews. I used to do video interviews, although that has sort of taken a backseat, although I did just recently do a, a, a video interview with the Golden Gaze of New York City, which is a drag tribute to the Golden Girls. Um, and they're, they're fantastic. I, I live in New York. I love theater. I love actors and, and singers and, and everybody in the entertainment industry. I love talking to everybody. Um, and, uh, I used to do stand up comedy prior to podcasting and that did not go very well, which is why (laughs) I'm now sitting down doing a podcast (laughs) because nobody wanted to see me no I don't believe that I I enjoyed it I mean I still enjoy I always I have a good sense of humor I feel and I enjoy using it um throughout throughout my life throughout my you know every day I try to 
make somebody laugh. So humor to me is very important. Perfect. And when did you know that you wanted to work in the business, Adam? I've always wanted to work in entertainment um, ever since I was a little kid. I never knew exactly what I was going to do. I mean, I guess I, when I was a kid, I guess I thought I would be an actor. Um, but I never really did anything to pursue acting as a child. Uh, you know, I never did theater in school. It wasn't until I got to college that I actually auditioned for the school plays and I was in two school plays there. But then I wanted to do everything in college. So I, I only did theater for a year. Um, and then I had uh, my own radio show for a year. I had a 50s and 60s show and then I had a 70s and 80s show, which was so much fun. I mean, I would love to, to actually do that again. Um, I worked a little bit in television, more behind the scene stuff in college, but, uh, I got into comedy actually because I was volunteering at AIDS action in Boston. Right. And, uh, cause I went to school near, near Boston. I went to Curry college, which is in Milton, Massachusetts. Okay. And, uh, one night all the volunteers decided to have, um, an open mic night and some people sang, I mean, one of the people in in that group was um, Justin Tranter, who was with um, the band Semi Precious Weapons, and now he's written for a lot of artists. I, I know, I think he wrote for like Gwen Stefani, and I think um, Pink. Okay. And some other, but anyway, he was one of the volunteers at the time. So I did like five minutes of stand up comedy at that time. Uh, Dan and Water had just put out their water line and it right. was my favorite water in the whole world and i talked about my love of water of dan and water dan and water and who'd have thought dan and water yeah well at the time it, you know it was before that was because this is going back to like 98 like 99 2000 so this was really before there was all these other fruit waters right i mean dan was like the you know so my joke at the time was that you know the yogurt company is now making water and what are they going to have like you know, blueberry water, strawberry water, you know, who yes. knew that then all, all these years later, there <laughs> would actually would. be companies coming out with fruit drinks. Um, and then I did a, a parody song of girls just want to have fun called gays just want to have fun. And I don't know people, people laughed, people enjoyed it. I did, um, I think at that time too, I did an impression of Richard Simmons, mm -hmm. you know, the fitness guru. Yeah, yeah. And I might have at that time had my Celine Dion impression. So um, yeah, so I kind of just went from there. Then I was started to go to open mics and, um, and you know, I don't know, people seem to enjoy it, but I was never, I didn't advance really, yeah. you know, it, it, when I got to New York, I did the, the bringer shows and everything. And, and I got to a point where one of one guy kept booking me, booking me, booking me. And he was like, Oh, just a few more shows, just a few more shows and you'll headline. Yeah. Well, I did a few more shows and another few more shows. Yeah. And guess what? I never headlined. So, it was just, I just, you know, I just stopped that's at that point. That's a tough, that's a tough uh, yeah. world um, from all I hear. I never tried it. Uh, so many of my friends over here have tried stand-up to be part of their performance, you know, canon and, and put that in their bows up. No, nope. <laughs> no, me. I mean, I, I'm glad I did it. Um, I certainly, I loved it. I did love being on stage and entertaining people. And recently, right before the shutdown, I actually went on this Golden Girls fan cruise called uh, Golden Fans at Sea. And they had a talent night. And I had a Golden Girls bit in my routine as well. So I brought that back for the talent night. And it was it just kill? so fun. Did it kill it? It did. Yeah, nice. people really enjoyed it. 
Nice. Um, who inspired you back then when you started getting into, if it was just stand up or any of your performance, and uh, who inspires you now? Oh, wow. Um, well, growing up, uh, definitely it was, I, I mean, singer wise, it was Madonna, Cindy Lauper, uh, Cher, Olivia Newton John, Tina Turner. Um, comedian wise, it was uh, Wendy Liebman, who I, I actually just interviewed for my podcast, which Amazing. was a lot of fun. Um, Ellen DeGeneres, huge influence. Uh, Sandra Bernhard influenced me because sh- her act was different than what I had ever seen. I'd never seen a comedian sing in an act before, and she did, and I felt like she gave me permission in my own act to sing and yeah. do comedy. Um, I mean, now that I think about it, I mean, Steve Martin used to sing in, oh. in his act, but but I, I wasn't really around when he was doing that. I mean, I, I saw Saturday Night Live, but you know, for me, it was Sandra Bernhardt. Um, And then over the years, I mean, my music grew to, um, uh, I mean, Dolly Parton, huge, huge Dolly Parton fan. Um, Dina Carter, another country singer. Yeah. uh, Roxette, um, RuPaul, even for his music. You, if you, Um, if anyone was to look on your playlist, like mine or my son's or anyone, they would think you were you were schizophrenic. uh, Oh yeah, you've got yeah, you've you've been talking to them all. Yeah, a a musician. I love that. That's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, most of these people, they they sound like they still inspire you today. These are people who, uh, other than Roxette and a few others, are still around. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, they're all still around in some form. I mean, Debbie Gibson. Oh my um, God, I uh, saw her do, she was in the national tour of Greece over here in the UK. I met Debbie yes, Gibson she was. ages ago. Oh my God, she God, is the nicest, just yeah. so nice. Yeah. yeah, lovely. I love her. Okay, what do your family think of your job? Uh, they're very supportive of it. My My mom reads every single interview I publish, whether it's print, video, or my podcast. Um, she She listens to it all the time um my dad my dad also reads every single interview i do he does it more where she does it as they come out he does it more as like um a weekly a weekly check-in so they're very supportive and um they they love that i'm pursuing my passion this way um because they know they can just tell how much i love it and and i'll never forget actually how you mentioned your dad um said you know he he would be so proud if you would go into the military but yeah. go and act i remember in college when i did um one of the shows i did was the mad woman of shio and i was the deaf mute right. and my, i remember my dad saying to me he's never seen me as happy as i was up on stage oh. yeah love yeah. it that's, yeah you know i've asked so many people this question so far um to, or to date and so many people have said, "It's I'm so lucky my parents were supportive. I'm so lucky. Man. Everyone I know who is happy and who's been on the Take Your Bow series have just talked about how much support they've had and how happy they are because of it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, my parents used to come to my comedy shows in New York when I was doing them. And I mean, they may not have liked every single joke I was doing because sure. you know our humors are a little different but I definitely I definitely attribute my sense of humor to to my parents I mean my dad really has a great sense of humor and um I do think I got I got some of that from from both of them amazing yeah 
So you obviously have quite a lot of strings to your bow as well. And um, how how important do you think it is to have those talents and to be multi-skilled in, in a modern world? And especially kind of in today's world, having the skill set that you have. Um, I mean, I definitely think it's important. I certainly think having a sense of humor in tough times, especially like this, is very important. Um you know, I, I I know I I'm not the person like my my social media is still very focused on the people I'm interviewing. Mm-hmm. I'm still putting my interviews out. Um, it's more focused on putting out what will make somebody laugh or what will help distract somebody from everything going on. I'm not I'm I'm not really a political person. I'm not the kind of person that's going to go to the rallies and things like that. Um, so my, so you're not going to see, you know, um, a lot of political stuff on my social sure. media feed. I mean, every now and then, sure, if I, I see think, something that really strikes the chord. To. I think we have to, or else we go crazy to have some. Right. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, my my whole thing is, I just want to continue to put out entertaining content to give people that distraction, even if it's just five minutes or two, you know, two minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. So, but I, so going back to your original question, I do think it helps to have the varying skills because it's just an ever-changing world. And there's a lot of things I'm still learning on how to, how to move forward with, with everything. I mean, thank goodness we found this way to do remote podcasting mm. um, so we could still have these conversations. Um, but I do think it helps because it also will trigger my mind to try things different things like I might want to try a a video series of me doing dramatic readings and I don't know where that could take me but you know even if even if even if the comments are all negative and people are like what is this idiot doing who cares it's who cares they're being entertained and and I think that's the one thing I've I've always stood my ground on because I remember when I did the open mic night somebody had said to me um you know afterwards they were like you know adam they're like everybody was they weren't laughing with you you know they were laughing at you and i've never forgotten that and i remember saying well it doesn't matter at least they were laughing so i never i never mind being like the butt of the joke or anything um so i just put out content that i find entertaining and i hope people like it and even if they don't like it if it distracted them or made them laugh in whatever way it's going to make them laugh, then I did my job. I'm sure there are plenty of comedians who have made their livelihoods and their careers out of being laughed at yes. and not necessarily yes, with. Exactly. So I, I think I know how you're spending your days, but is there any other way like you have advice? What, you know, how, how are you spending your days on, on lockdown? Your, your movement order has now been May 15th, I believe. Is that right? Yes. Yes. We just got um, extended to May 15th. Um, I mean, I won't be surprised if it gets extended beyond that, but, um, I mean, pretty much I have been staying at my boyfriend's apartment in Brooklyn. Um, we, we had always planned to actually move in together in May Mm -hmm. and that plan is still happening. So we are starting to get ready for that move. Um, cause we're not staying at the apartment that I'm at now, but, um, I mean, my day is pretty much, um, you know, I wake up anywhere between eight and nine. I, I do find myself, even though I'm doing some online exercise classes, I do find that I'm still tired. Like yep. 
I'm actually almost more tired than when I was yep. allowed to go outside. Um, but pretty much my day is structured, uh, conducting my interviews, reaching out to people to do interviews, doing research on everybody, um, thinking of my questions, editing interviews I've conducted mm. work-wise. And then um, fun time. I mean, I do spend a lot of time streaming shows. Um, we've watched uh, Schitt's Creek. We just started watching Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, we watched, of course, we watched Tiger King yeah. and Unorthodox on Netflix. I've never watched um, Law and Order SVU from beginning to end. I've seen them in reruns yeah. everywhere, mm-hmm. and of course, I do watch it Thursday nights. But I'm in. I have started from season one. I have wow. like 430 episodes to go, <laughs> wow. but I'm taking my time with it. <laughs> You know, you have 20 oh, seasons to go through. I think you've had plenty of time to do it as well. That's yes, yes, I think funny. I will. So I'm up to season two now because uh, I don't watch it. I, I mean, I don't watch it every day, yeah. but I am putting it. It's in my rotation. Um, I started watching Younger for the third time all the way through because I love that show with Sutton Foster and Hilary Duff. Um, and then I've really gotten into Shark Tank as that's, well, that's a good which one. I never watched. Um, and now I watch it. It's on almost every night on CNBC, yeah. and I, I love it. Okay, so um, you've got one cast album that you're allowed to listen to. If you had just one that you had to self-isolate and you had to throw all the rest away, which one would it be for you? Oh, boy. I hate this question. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to choose I know, one. I know. Because... I I find sometimes I'm listening to one, but it's of the moment. Yes, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the question in this direction. Okay. Um, if I want like a serious kind of introspective kind of show, I would actually take Tick Tick Boom with me. Okay. Which I absolutely love because there are also some fun songs on yeah, there. Of course there are. But yeah. if I do want more fun, uh. It would probably be Avenue Q. Oh, so great. It's so much fun. Or actually Really Rosie, which was Carol King's book that she made into the the CD. Um, And I saw it. I mean, I did see like a stage version of it off, off, off of Broadway in Brooklyn when I was a kid. So it would be one of those three. I mean, now I will say with the caveat, my favorite Broadway show of all time is the Who's Tommy. Okay. So I do find it interesting that I did not choose that cast recording, but um, yeah. That's all right. It is, like I said, yeah. it's of the moment. Like Avenue Q right. is hilarious. I mean, the yes. songs hold up outside of seeing the show. A hundred percent. exactly. Right. So before we go, uh, very quickly, um, I am going to ask you a series of questions, 10 questions. They're this or that, either or. And um uh, I ask everybody the same one. So let's see how you get on and what okay. what this says about you. So, <laughs> Adam, movies or theater? Theater. Twitter or Instagram? Ooh. Uh, Instagram. Tom Stoppard or William Shakespeare? Uh, Shakespeare. Broadway or West End? I... Ha- <laughs> I have to say Broadway because I've never been to London. Okay. So Okay. Um, so this one won't make any sense to you because okay. you haven't been because there's a thing over here called cream tea. You get clotted cream 
and jam. And some people put clotted cream on their scone first, and some people put jam on their scone first. But so I'm gonna say clotted cream or jam first. Jam. Why not? Netflix or Amazon Prime? Ooh. Can I say both? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so unfair. Um, I'm gonna go with Amazon Prime because a few people that I've interviewed, their projects are on Amazon Prime, and I love supporting them. Perfect. Cinderella or Snow White? Actually, can I just give them a quick plug? Yes, of for course. For the Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, so if you are looking for something to stream, um, two great. Um, well, actually, there's a third one coming, but uh, definitely watch After Forever, the series. It has two seasons. Both seasons are like 90 minutes each. Um, it's about um, how you survive after you lose the love of your life. Uh, has an amazing cast, a lot of Broadway people. And then there's also um, Conversations in L.A., which um, also has three seasons. And each episode is around like that. 10 to 20 minute mark right um and it's about um this older woman who leaves her job um to pursue her passion of being an actress and she gets involved with um a 20 something guy and um it's a it's the what makes that series special is that it's a single shot camera wow series wow yeah. wow, wow. Yeah. okay <laughs> what was the third one? Oh, the third one i just interviewed um these two women um, Heidi Lynch and uh, Perry Voss, who have created this series called Avocado Toast, the series, and okay. it's streaming uh, starting May 18th. And it's about um, one of the girls is going through the process of, of coming out as bisexual, and the other one is dealing with her parents' divorce and learning about her parents' um, like sex, sex capades as they have divorced. So um, there's something for everybody in the right. show. <laughs> put them put them on your uh, to watch list, guys. Yes, Amazon Prime. Um, Cinderella or Snow White? Oh, oh that's a great question. Um, I guess Cinderella because she, um, she doesn't need a poison apple. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked or Les Mis? Oh, wow. Um, you really make these unfair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would have, I don't know. Um, I think I would have to go with, uh, and is it is it which I would prefer to watch, which I would prefer to listen to? Well, let's say watch. Okay. Uh, I guess I, I would have to stand by Les Mis. Okay. I mean, not that I don't love Wicked. Yeah, but who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. Dogs or cats? Oh, dogs. Okay. And lastly, Stephen Sondheim or Lin-Manuel Miranda? Wow. Um, oh, you put me in such awkward positions. Every, um, everyone's, I, everyone gets the same question. So I guess I would have to say Stephen Sondheim. Okay, yeah. He's just had his 90th birthday. Yeah, so, he did. Um, although, although I do want to say Lin-Manuel Miranda, please don't hold it against me because I still actually, I want to have a Save by the Bell trivia challenge with you because I wow. have heard you are a huge, huge, Saved by the Bell fans, so that's um, that's a throw down the gauntlet if I've ever heard one. Yeah, Come on. yeah, exactly. Okay, so how do people find you, um, Adam, online and uh, and where and your podcast? Yes, my podcast is on the Broadway Podcast Network. Uh, so I'm terrible at enunciating. So B's and boy, P's and Peter, N is and Nancy. Dot FM. 
slash bearing it all. Or you can find me on social media at callmeadamnyc. And you can find my website, callmeadam.com. Well, Adam Rothenberg, that was a brilliant little uh, taking your bow episode. And um, This was so much fun. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And um, I look forward to seeing you and listening to you more on the Broadway Podcast Network. We're, we're yes. network friends here. We're colleagues. We are. We are. And I can't wait to venture into more of your Take Your Bow and Curtain Call podcast. Thanks, Adam. Be safe. Welcome. Thank you. You too. Bye, John. Bye. Adam Rothenberg, or call me Adam, as he's known pretty much everywhere. Check out his podcast on the Broadway Podcast Network. Now, we all need a little bit of inspiration and happiness these days, and hopefully today's interview gave you just that. Thank you to everyone who has responded to our call out so far for guests. And if you'd like to take your bow, get in touch with me via any of the social media platforms. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us all at Curtain Call or email me personally at john at curtaincallonline.com. Join us soon when another theater professional somewhere across the globe will be taking their bow. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.